listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Ron Eaker and welcome to another edition of Women's Online Wellness Podcast. Do you ever have those days where you're just sitting around in your PJs sipping latte and about as motivated as a slug in a salt lick? You know you need to dress and go out and conquer the world, but that little voice inside your head says, not today, just go back to bed. I think we've all been there. The question is not what flavor creamer to use, but what will it take to get your unmotivated rear end off the couch of doom and back into the world of the living? Well, it turns out that science has a lot to say about what it takes to get you motivated. Our initial thought is that an unmotivated person has a character flaw. They're just lazy or they're maybe just an ex-spouse, but the reality is that it may be a dopamine problem. For the uninitiated, dopamine is that ever-present brain hormone that influences what seems like, well, everything. The more I learn about neuroscience, the more I'm amazed at how these little hormones like dopamine and serotonin and norepinephrine affect everything from hunger to crying at a Pepsi commercial. There's an area of the brain buried in the hypothalamus called the nucleus accumbens that scientists now believe is a center of motivation. A fluctuation of dopamine in this little powder keg can be the difference between an afternoon watching Oprah reruns and a workout at the gym. As with most things where the brain is involved, it gets much more complex than just dopamine levels. It turns out that emotions also play a major role in motivation. That comes as no surprise to the parents of a two-year-old who just flushed his Elmo doll down the toilet. One of the major emotional influences on motivation is how much the perceived pleasure there is in doing a certain activity or making a certain decision. In contradistinction, a major negative influence on motivation is the conscious or unconscious perception of physical or emotional pain derived from performing that activity. A perfect example is libido, sex drive. Many women experience pain from intercourse whether from menopausal changes or other causes, and this leads to an avoidance reaction that may be even unconscious. If it hurts, you don't want to do it. Fix the pain and watch out, Daddy. Mama's got a groove back. So how can you tap into this science to help motivate you in a practical fashion? Here are three quick life hacks that are based on solid scientific research. First, Understand the emotions surrounding an activity or decision. What you feel when you do something, and when you do it well, how does that make you feel? What goes on emotionally when you accomplish something you want to accomplish? How does it feel to not do that same thing? For example, if you're wanting to improve the frequency of a workout, visualize yourself at the workout and feel the emotion of finishing a successful set of push-ups. Now also, experience the feeling of accomplishment, that job being well done. Allow yourself to really experience that emotion. 
Do you get juice from working out alone? Then make this downtime an emotional recharge. If you're a people person, enlist a friend to be an accountability partner. It changes your emotional state. And if you feel that even before you do it, it oftentimes increases the likelihood that you'll do it the next time. Whatever the situation you're trying to motivate, mentally feel the joy of accomplishment, and that alone will juice you up and increase your dopamine and make you more likely to follow through. Second, if something goes better than expected or you get an unanticipated reward, your dopamine skyrockets. Michael Treadway, an assistant professor in the Department of Psychology at Emory says, and I quote, when someone feels better than expected, dopamine sends a signal to your brain that says, you need to figure out how that happened and do it again, unquote. So how do you capitalize on that physiology? Change the bar on expectations. You can do that by tweaking the behavior or adjusting the endpoint. For example, if you normally only run for exercise, a couple of days a week take a yoga class or do some other kind of cross training. It creates different expectations and successes and keeps the dopamine flowing, thus furthering your motivation. Finally, if you flop, and we all do, develop techniques for turning failure into dopamine-releasing powerhouses. Some recommend analyzing the pullback by looking at triggers, responses, and consequences. Just the awareness alone can allow you to turn a negative into a learning event, which actually increases your dopamine, which in turn leaves you more motivated to alter that behavior in the future. This is especially helpful if you feel the emotion of the perceived bump in the road and use that desire to avoid that feeling in the future as reason to do what you intended to do in the first place. Three quick and easy ways of employing your emotion to change your dopamine to change your motivation. Well, right now my dopamine is telling me I need to head out for a run. So happy motivating to all of you. And remember, make healthy choices. Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at r-e-a-k-e-r at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.